This is Backspace number 38, the story behind the core series of books. The Beach Boys were one of my favorite groups in my teen years. I lived inside their songs. I created a story of myself living on the beach with my surfer girlfriend, driving my hot rod car and winning every drag race. However, since I lived in the central interior of British Columbia, I had to settle for skateboarding in the summer and skiing in the winter. But in my imagination, I was like John Milner in American Graffiti, driving my deuce coupe with a 409 big block V8 motor. My real car was a 1962 push-button Plymouth Valiant with a slant six-cylinder motor, so named for the 30-degree tilt of the motor towards the passenger side of the car so they could fit the engine in under the stylistic hood with its horizontal fins. It was the equivalent of one half of the 409 with just 200 cubic inches of raw inline power, but it had a heavy flywheel and lots of low-end torque. The guys and I, and yes, we wore black leather jackets in those days, would all pile into my car and roam about town looking to race people at stoplights. At this point, reality would align with my imagination for the 1962 Valiant was a sleeper. It was much faster than it looked, and once you perfected the exact right time to punch the buttons on the dash to switch gears, you could beat a lot of other cars and trucks. One of my favorite Beach Boy songs was In My Room. Brian Wilson sang it with his two brothers, Carl and Dennis, looking back at the room they shared as kids. The song was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1999 and was number 212 on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. When our family moved from Creston to Prince George, I also shared a room with my older brother, but that didn't last long before my parents decided to create a room for me out of a corner of our rec room. A wall was built across one end to create a 10-foot cube with a small window high in one wall that never saw the sun. In retrospect, that was likely the reason I was not tempted towards a life of crime, for it was oddly reminiscent of a jail cell. But for me, just coming into my teen years, it was my fortress of solitude, and I made the most of that dark space. In my high school technology class, I learned how to create a light organ that would interpret the signals coming off my stereo system and turn on various lines of Christmas lights. I covered one wall of my room with light diffusion panels that would create intricate patterns as I turned my sound system up as high as I could get away with. I created constellations on my ceiling with stars I had punched out of a glow-in-the-dark frisbee. I had a strobe light to energize my stars, and after it was off, a blacklight poster of a castle. I hooked up a microphone that allowed me to add my own vocals to my records. Karaoke wasn't invented until 1971 in Japan, so I was well ahead of the times in my private karaoke nightclub. My room would have been a great place to have my friends over, but like Corvin, my social life was rather limited, and my room truly was a fortress of solitude, an extension of a rather solitary existence. But, in fact, in my room, I really didn't feel as alone. I would sing those Beach Boy lines into my microphone. There's a world where I can go and tell my secrets too. In this world I lock out all my worries and my fears, do my dreaming and my scheming, lie awake and pray, do my crying and my sighing, laugh at yesterday. What a great song. Fortunately, at the end of grade 12, I would find my Kate. I met Sherry at a graduation party and invited her into my Fortress of Solitude, and we have created a marriage that has lasted for over 40 years. As the Beach Boys sang all those years ago, God only knows where I'd be without her. This has been the Core Series Backspace Podcast number 38. Thanks for listening.